Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? Hello, and welcome to another episode of Perspectives Discussions. Today, it's your boy Zach here, and today we're going to talk about black people and love. So, I'm going to turn this into a series, and, you know, today's just episode one of that series. So, today I have, like, four lovely people, three lovely people, I'm sorry. I'm lovely, too, so I count myself. Uh, why don't we just start from my right here? Hey, everybody, how y'all doing? I'm Destiny. This world on reload, the generation reload. All right, well, I like that. Yeah, some ordinary guy again. All right, some ordinary guy. Keep invading <laughs> my space. All right, that's great. <laughs> um, okay, like I said, I wanted to uh, just address like just black love in general. Um, essentially, you got a lot of issues in the black community when it comes to relationships, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see it all day on Facebook, social media, and you know, I kind of want to do this as like a series a little bit because I do want to address like black men, black women. You know, how does that look? Things of that nature. So today is just going to be talk about black love in general. Just for all So, um, I just want to present this question here real quick. Alright, so the first question I want to present today is what is one of the issues in regards to the black community and relationships from y'all perspective? Well, in no particular order, because <laughs> it's about five billion. Um, I would feel like one of the issues, first of all, let's let's just let's just say it: social media. Everybody mm-hmm. want to live like Swahili. I call her Swahili, but I think her name is Sweetie. I was gonna say yeah. It's everybody, it. everybody want to live like Swahili and Quavo, and all of these other celebrities and whatnot. And you don't realize their relationships are not perfect. Yeah. They're gonna show you what they want you to see. These niggas could easily be abusive. They easily could be abusive. They could have all kinds of issues. The girls could have issues too and whatnot. But people mm-hmm. people see the glitz. They see the glamour. They see all of the flowers. They see all of the things that they just did for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And they want to live like these celebrities. I feel like that's a that to me is a really uh, one of the biggest issues that we got. Because if she say, I'm icy, my man money talks. My dude, if you want to be my guy, you got to buy me this. Other females be like, yeah, bitch. You know, that's, yeah. that's how they do. They look up to this stuff. I feel like that's one of the problems. Social media and these couples. So, um, I mean, what do you do about that when you have an influence or in people mm-hmm. who are influencing like that? Man, I mean, the only, honestly, to me, in my opinion, the only thing that you can do, well, what I try to do, me personally, because I ain't gonna lie, to me, that stuff look good, too. I can't lie to you. They yeah. look happy. They look they look in love and stuff. It looks like something that we want. It does. Especially around any romantic holiday, Valentine's Day. Mm, especially. Christmas, especially. whatever you want to Their call birthdays it. But and I mean, stuff. this is about image, though. So you got to think about, like, if these are celebrities, they're going to put out a certain image. They they're are. Not gonna, you're not going to see all the negative stuff that's going on. You're not going to see all the, you know, drama or whatever that's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, every once in a while, you might actually hear some stuff that's actually happening. But for the most part, yeah, when people are out in the public eye, you're not really going to see like all the bad stuff that's going on. So I mm. think that is one of the issues too, is that what you're saying is people see what looks like perfection when you don't know what's happening behind mm. the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, like I agree. Um, uh, uh, I, I believe that, you know, the, the, the lust of the eye, that's what she's talking about basically. And, um, you know, our, our flesh, you know, having desires, yeah. um, and wants um, and, and you know we forget the need um, and I believe one of the issues um, from my perspective um, is the way that we communicate with each other um, yeah. I believe that I'm speaking from 
the spiritual perspective of the law of kindness should be on your tongue and the, the power you know of, of life and death is in your tongue so if I, I see a young brother and I be like you ain't shit you ain't nothing you don't mean nothing to me if he been like treated and raised with that from his mother from his parents you know he gonna take that in his head and he gonna start to think that and so as a man thinking so is he, he gonna become the words that I'm affirming to him um, or, or if a man said to me, oh, you a fine sister, you a, you a big fine mother, want you bag of that. So I'm going to only feel like my, my, my body is, is valuable instead of my brains. You know what I'm saying? So I believe that the way that we talk to each other and express um, our feelings, our concerns, um, and, and, and depth, and to articulate that without being offended. We don't know how to talk without being offended. We don't know how to um, articulate and let people get what they feel out on the table and respect each other's feelings. And I think in regards to just like how words are indeed used, I think we definitely underestimate like the severity or the accuracy of our words, for example. So like right now, I believe that we live in a society of extremes. For example, like people say, I'm thirsty as hell or like Hmm. she whack or, you know, anything of that nature. But we don't realize that some of those words are extreme words. So it's like, that's why I always try to, at least me personally, always try to have an extensive vocabulary. So I want to always go to the, those extremes, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like in regards to how we talk to each other, definitely communication is key. Because think about it, between social media, text messaging, talking on the phone, FaceTime, and all of that, I feel like we lost a sense of communication, in a sense. Especially when it comes to social media. Like, you know what I mean? So it's up and down. Like, I feel like social media, we just yell at each other instead of having a civil conversation. And I think one of the biggest problems with social media um, mm-hmm. is the fact that it has given it. Because it's not even, here's the thing. It's not even just about the influencers or the celebrities or anything like that. Social media has just given an overall unrealistic view of how things are supposed to be, period. Because yeah. um, I'm going to tell you from my perspective, from what I've seen too, especially when it comes to uh, like women in social media, for instance. You got a bunch of thirsty guys out here. The internet has shown that. And it seems like this is happening across the board. So yeah, I heard about that a DMs. lot of you all yeah, a lot of you all <laughs> get DMs like crazy, messages like crazy from all these dudes. And I do think that that contributes to some of people. I'll just say people, because even if it happens with the guys, I can understand I can kind of like inflate your ego and then you have certain expectations which aren't realistic because you're getting all this attention from people on a regular basis and I'm like I'm not gonna lie if I got like 50 60 100 inboxes a day or whatnot and everything people saying hey you handsome you find this and that and everything shit I, I think my shit wouldn't stink too but uh I do think that that really do con- does contribute to a problem because then you got a lot of people that just run around thinking like oh, okay well I deserve this because I get this amount of attention I, I, to piggyback off that like I, I feel like another issue is uh the way that our self value and the way that we yeah. present ourselves on social media and then that trickles down to the conversation under my comments and then my DM you know what I'm saying um if I'm trying if I don't understand my self-worth or my value and what I bring to social media because social media is a community and that's what I believe that it was designed for so you can discuss 
you know, topics, positive attributes that you do in your community. It was originally created for people to be connected. It's connected, but for me, in in the community that I come from, a lot of people are being disconnected because there are a lot of bashing and the way that we, uh, you know, talk to each other. But then again, it's the imagery, um, like this young brother was saying. And if we was made in his image, you know, why why we got to conform to another image, you know, or be like somebody else, you know, or be like the celebrities? Why can't we celebrate our celebrity, who we are in the community, and what we bring to our family, or what we bring to because our Because a school. lot of selfishness that's going around, and to like bring this back around to like black people and just relations in general, I feel like a lot of us are just simply selfish. Um, a lot of us don't want to break down that pride, that ego, in order to help contribute to the next person. Because what we believe relations are like 50, 50, 75, 20, that's the wrong man, but <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> hey, I ain't doing good at math. Y'all got to see you throughout all of elementary. So look, I, I, I survived though. Look, let me help you. Just say at five. Look, there anyway, you know. ask, and that extra five is for food. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> look, but I'm just saying because it's it's that selfishness that we need to break down. I feel like and that ego because one of the reasons why we can't communicate to our partner. Especially amongst black people, because let's be real, we love vanity. We love all the way shoes, we love looking good, all of that good stuff. Very much so, yeah. Yeah. And them likes, them comments, they be like, ooh, <laughs> like you. Look, I'm not gonna lie, when I get a like, even on the social media pages for the podcast and everything, I'll be like, ooh, somebody like my stuff, somebody follow me. But that's not even just a cultural thing to say or like specifically. Like but it's people, a mental thing. It's, because I've been looking, I've been listening to a lot of stuff that been what people have been explaining in social media. It's just a psychological effect that it has. Because you get some people who literally lose their minds if, say, for instance, they put up a picture or they put up a post and then get those many likes. Or people who just go nuts if, you know, their stuff goes viral or, you know, gets a lot of attention or whatever. And it's just, I don't know, it's, it's interesting because it's, I don't want to necessarily blame social media as a whole because, you know, some people like, oh, okay, you know, Instagram and Facebook and these places, yeah. you know, are toxic. But at the same time, it's like, can you actually blame the tool being used for other purposes? Because it's just like the whole thing that I said before with the axe. Like, you use the axe to uh, chop down trees. Now, people want to do something malicious with it. It's a completely different story. And just when it comes to social media offenses, you know, yeah, like she had said earlier, um use it to I guess you could say have a community or you know to connect with other people but when people start becoming addicted to it and they're getting these good feelings from getting the attention because remember what I said before like people constantly getting the attention that feeds the ego so it's like what do you do about that can anything be done about that because it's just like of course people that's that's just how people are it seems like how humans are the more attention you get or the more people are actually showing you that you know they like you or it seems like they like something that you're doing or whatever the case is the better you feel you consistently repeat the the process so basically our esteem our self-esteem is in social media and rather people is is liking liking our posting and supporting what we're doing whether it's a facebook p- business page or a personal page our esteem is in and that actually is, is, is a question posts. in itself whether or not people's self-esteem is just inherently low mm-hmm. and they just looking for validation mm-hmm. or it's just I, I don't know i don't know i mean that's a straight up different conversation to be honest because i do feel like you are on the right track in regards to like self-esteem and social media there's definitely a link there absolutely because again like when you post a nice picture, when you post like something that like you're on your vacation, you know you look for those likes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to look up the study. I didn't look it up because I'm getting off the top of my head. Is that like 
uh, it says something about people being depressed. Like if they put up a picture on Instagram or something like that, mm-hmm. and they don't get enough likes, oh, yeah. they, mm-hmm. people get depressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. depressed. It was this girl. <laughs> I don't know. This is like a couple of months ago or something. It might have been longer than that. But it was this girl who went crazy because mm-hmm. um, people weren't liking her picture on Instagram. <laughs> it was a video that went viral, and she was literally crying and everything else. I'm like, seriously? Oh, wow. Seriously? But I mean, that, that's all you have to look forward I to. Think, I think that yeah. might be like, you know... Something inside that's within, yeah. you know, that's that's manifesting, you know, externally for people to see. And what what I was saying with the self esteem, um, and, and connecting it with black love, is like, how can I present myself a certain way and um want this young man to treat me with a certain standard if I don't even have a standard that I'm living by? Well, I don't have boundaries to say no, I don't like this, I don't appreciate this, this is not what works for me. You know what I'm saying? And, and and the young man respecting, trying different ways instead of him feeling offended. Like, dang, she, she coming on my self-esteem or I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. You know, us as women, sometimes we're not patient with our spouse, with the, our lover, with our partner. And sometimes us, as, I can't speak for a man, but the men that I've dealt with is not patient with my transition and my journey and what I'm going through or what I'm getting through because yeah. I won't be here forever, you know, and we won't be here forever. And I think um, I'm, I'm 24 as a young woman. You know, I've never been married. I, I didn't have no children. I never had an abortion because this just this just my walks of life and things that I've dodged. But you don't know what I've been through. You know, t- but I continue to love, and I want to love, and I'm gonna continue to give my my black men love, whether it's my brother, father, uh, apostle, or even just men on the street. You know, but. Uh, as a chef, I can't go and work in this Japanese facility and loving on these people. Come meet you, why not? Like, I don't even love on my people that's making this, this jerk chicken. I'm for real. Like, and that's stuff that I, I, that's things that I experienced. You know, they want a certain type of expectations. Our people, we expect a lot. And a lot of times I think we have to meet our own expectations and surpass it in order to help people and say, look, this is what I can do. This is what I require because I have already acquired it and met this already because you come here and meet this too. Yeah, well, what is that like? like? I feel you. Oh, my bad. No, go ahead, go ahead. Not to interrupt you, but one of the things when I thought about this topic, um, you know, issues with love in the black community, let's for one minute forget social media. It started from the household. Mm-hmm. A lot of us was raised by single moms, grandmothers, and a lot of us who had dads, some of the dads weren't good for none. Some of the dads leached off the mom. And I'll so, add another one to that, like abusive households. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like, honestly, a big issue as to why we just can't seem for the life of us to get it right is because we were not taught. And I understand mm-hmm. when you get to a certain age, you got to be responsible for yourself. Just because your mama didn't show you, you should have a mental capacity to do better. This is common sense. A lot of people well, say that too, right? Well, here's here's a question. Uh-huh. Um, so when it comes to single parent households, let's, let's start with that first. When it comes to single parent households, do you think that that one individual can give the proper instruction and guidance to raise a full grown functioning adult. Well, I mean, do I think it's possible? Do you or... think that one individual uh-huh. and one individual's perspective? Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about gender yet because that's okay, something right. else I want to bring it, up it too, yeah. as far as like a male versus a female being raised. But do you mm-hmm. think that one individual's perspective? Mm-hmm can influence the child to make them or have them not make them but have them grow up to be 
you know, a strong functioning individual in society? Honestly, sometimes, yes. How? Well, honestly, well, I would say how because my mother did it. And I know, you know, certain people might not know me that well. I mean, and it wasn't easy, but my mom did it. Like I said, some of us was raised by single mothers. Now, of course, that one parent, even if it's two parents, you know, I feel like, of course, that's, you know, you have, if it's two good parents, not just two people in the house, two yeah. good parents. Of course, that's a, that's a stronger force. There's more structure. You know, your dad, he's teaching you how to be, you know, a little princess. And then your mom is doing, you know, the woman thing, the things that the dads can't do. Yeah. But I definitely feel like, I feel like my mom did a hell of a job, you know? Yeah, of course, as a parent, like I said, there's, a, there's steps that both parents are going to miss. So even if you're in a two-parent household... So there no, so you don't feel that within you there are any tools or anything that could have been given to you to maybe further anything, any aspect of your life. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It could be mentally, it could be financially, anything whatsoever. But do you feel that your mother gave you all the tools that you needed? No. Not all the tools, but, but I'm still functioning, not, not just getting over, but I'm still functioning just, just fine. You know, like you said, I'm still functioning just, just fine in society. Cause I mean, my mother is an amazing, amazing dope woman. Did she, I mean, does she, she's still alive and healthy and stuff, but does, you know, did she have every single, no, no, she didn't. Absolutely not. Cause let me add on to that with me. Mm -hmm. I was raised by my mother as a matter of fact, then. The thing is, we're going to talk about that too in a minute, because my mom, I mean, my father, I had mentioned this last podcast, had uh, unfortunately got killed protecting the family. Um, but as I got older, there are a lot of things, because even when I was younger, as a matter of fact, I did say that there was certain type of guidance that I needed that my mother just did not have the capability of giving me. Mm -hmm. And as I got older, especially now, at this point in my life, I've realized that there are certain things that I've missed that I literally either had to teach myself or try to gain from other people mm -hmm. and certain things that unfortunately I still don't have within me now. But that was from the result of, you know, and the thing is she did what she could. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I love her. She did. That's she all they could really do is do yeah. what they could. And going mm -hmm. back to black love, black love, it, start, it does start at home, but it also starts in the community. We're not community oriented in the village. You know, I feel like, like from your perspective and, and what you, you're giving with your example, I believe that a single mama can't, like filling in all the gaps and that's why the community should and, and can I come a from village, the background you know, takes a village a to get exactly yeah, I come from a single too. parent can no not all the gaps no because I think we're also but, starting to lose not to interrupt y'all but I think yeah. we're starting to lose that sense of it takes a village because for whatever reason, people don't really understand metaphors now. No, 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 they do. So when they say it's take a village, it's like, oh, you know, children aren't that hard. That's not what that means. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, what's my that? other favorite one, too? Like, yeah. I don't need nobody else telling me what to do with my child. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and the wait, thing what? is, it's like, we do, because think about it. That's an attitude, though. Kids are like knowledge sponges at that age. But yo, yo, let me give you an example. When I was Sorry. little, this is exactly what happened. If I did anything and I fucked up, guess what? My next door neighbor would hold me, call my mother, and tell my mother would come pick me up. So I might get popped upside the head by my neighbor, and then I get popped upside the head when I get home. Yeah, that was back in the 1950s. Yeah. <laughs> really? Really? Yes. I'm that old. Yes. Oh my God. I'm joking. I'm not that old. But I mean, like, you know, I'm 50% joking. Back in the day. Yeah, because yeah, back in the day, that's what you did. Like yeah. nowadays, I mean, your neighbor gets you. Yeah. Personally, growing up in the church, like we had no choice but for that to happen because it's all the old people. So if I try to steal some candy, yeah, 
mother. Oh yeah. What's up, is gonna slap me pop side the head, or let me have it either way. Um, <laughs> but it was like, but that it raised the village is so important because you got different multiple perspectives, especially for a single parent household. Granted, I come from a single parent household too. Most for most of my life, um, my dad wasn't there, but thankfully our relationship has gotten better throughout the years. Um, but there was some stuff that my mom was great. Yeah, she did her hardest raising two boys, you know, and she did the best she could. Got mm-hmm. some good schools, great education, give us a love for knowledge, reading books, all that good stuff. But there are still some aspects as a man that I missed because my dad wasn't in most, uh, most of my life. It was not in my life most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but again... I look towards other men. Granted, they weren't in my household. So, again, still miss some stuff, but I had an idea of, you know, how we should talk to women, how we should respect our fellow brothers, how we should love, how we should react, how we should act as men mm-hmm. in society. You know what I mean? So, to me, that, I mean, that it just definitely helped having other examples. Yeah, Definitely always. different perspectives. Yeah. And I think that is unfortunate. The issue is that um, there's a perpetual cycle that's going on because we don't really have the proper guidance, especially for the young men in our community. Mm-hmm. They end up growing up not knowing exactly what to do. But yeah. at the same time, I wanted to, because I've seen it mm-hmm. and I've had to address it as far as what do you do with the women who decide to call things off because it's something they may like, not like. And if they had a kid with somebody, and the thing is, they could either be married or not married. And true, I don't understand why I see so many women having kids and they're not married nowadays. That's a whole other conversation in itself. But if anything happens, they tend to take the kid with them. And I'm like, is that right? Is that fair? Because I'm like, I understood that you gave birth to the kid, Mm -hmm. but it takes two to tango. It doesn't necessarily mean because you're the mother, you're more capable. Because if the father might be in a position in which he's very secure or whatnot, he could probably take care of the kid. But I've mm-hmm. seen where the woman will literally get mad, mm-hmm. take her stuff, take the kid, and disappear and move off to, like, you know, Canada or something. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> then dare, dare the uh, father to even try to contact them or, you know. So then turn around. Now you force the situation in which now you're a single parent, you're a single mother, and it didn't even have to be like that. Mm-hmm. Granted, you... And your, uh, you know, whoever he was, your ex, may have had whatever issues. Yeah. But you have a child involved mm-hmm. now. And can you be selfish when you have another life involved? Can I say for my generation, um, <clears throat> there are children uh, birth, birthing, giving birth to children. So mm-hmm. uh, psychologically, mm-hmm. um, an adult is not an adult until they're 25 and, you know, able to process and process everything in their adulthood but it is true that hurt people hurt other people and um you know if i'm a 16 year old uh young woman you know still in high school and because it's a cycle that we had to break it's, yeah. it's, I, my, a lot of my friends a lot of my friends literally um are you know single parents and i asked them i said why are you single and it's not because i i don't i'm out of love with this young man or i'm mad at him it is an Andre character to move them and move the child. It is immaturity to not give that child um, a fair, um, what do you call that, 
co-parenting that's unfair um but speaking from if we understand the, the principle of being married yeah. um before we go down and have children sure. then a lot of that stuff will be avoided but we don't value the, the principles from a marriage standpoint and also we don't have examples in our community i have you know i had an example of my <clears throat> grandmother being married but my mother wasn't married um I seen people divorce. You know, I didn't see commitment. I never seen longevity. I don't have an example of it. I want to, you know, change that. And I want to be that example, but I'm not settling. You know, so does that mean I get mad and I get angry? Like, oh, I didn't find a husband yet. Or this nigga want to uh, fuck on me, but don't want to marry me and all that. Am I going to get mad and get Andre and, and treat you like that? Because maybe he treat me like that. You know, like. But we do, and we're human. Women are human. They have feelings. When I lay down in this bed and make this woman with this man, I did not expect for him to leave. I did not expect for him to, like, burst and when he, when he get under pressure to leave. But because I don't know how to talk to him, because I don't know how to talk to myself. Because I don't know how to build myself up. I'm now he gonna. I'm running him away. I'm pushing him away. Because he don't have the strength and the knowledge and the understanding to to be the head of the household and lead not only with your genitals but lead with your mind. You but, know what I'm saying? I mean, just to interject real quick, this is what I'm saying. Because I mean, you have issues on both ends. You have you have both deadbeat mamas. Both you have both. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so. The question is, what do you do when you bring a child in? Because I'm gonna tell you, I don't necessarily agree to just, you know, willy-nilly just. And I got my own version. I own got my own view about when it comes to marriage because I don't really feel it's as secure as it used to be. But still, like when you still have a child out of wedlock, and I, and I say that very uh, carefully, just, like <clears throat> uh, excuse the phrase. No, I'm, not, I'm just saying, yeah, it's just, the yeah, truth. just, it's it's the truth. but it's like, it's you're the more truth. willing yeah. to have a child out of wedlock, and then if you have either individual is broken, or both of you all, God forbid, are broken, then what do you do now you've brought a child into the life, and the problem that I see is that you brought this child into this life, and what you were just speaking to, you were just speaking to just being able to see, having an influence, having things around you to actually be able to see it, and if that child can't see that, now you're going to raise another child who's going to grow up. And when I say about the whole perpetual thing, just repeat and say same mm -hmm. negative behaviors. Cause they go back to what this young brother said. When um, children are, are like at a stage where they're when they're like you know sponges and they're retaining information, it's learned behavior, and that's what they the, the perspective they teach um, through with psychology. Like the child learns everything, so I can't learn how to. Um, like be a sister i seen my cousins be you know be yeah. brothers and sisters and i can't learn how to be a wife i gotta go through it you know i have to go through it and get through it but i also should have a community that of wives of real housewives that's doing their thing and and we can discuss our issues and say well this is what i'm dealing with at home not to tell my business because that's another thing um we can't tell at the house we can't tell our business we were forced to Keep secrets, keep secrets yeah. and not articulate our emotions. Not ask for help. And, and what, how we feel, like at home. And it does start at home. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and actually, one thing I do want to address, because I was thinking this while I was listening to you guys talk, is that, okay, we have the village, right? But what if that village is full of bad influences? Mm. Like, that's all the child knows. Mm -hmm. So, it's like... Like you say, you got two knuckleheads who's raising up a child. No, dad's there, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, let's be real. There's, like, some guys who 
guys and gals who have bad influences, but they still there for their kid, still there for the baby mama. But what if it's an environment where it's not ideal for the child, and what the village itself is not ideal for the child? But yeah. then, next thing you know, at least in my opinion, next thing you know, you got somebody who's just contributing. It's all bad. Yeah, they either go into the face. negative or they go all the way into positive. They are strong minded to realize that, okay, I don't want to be like this. I was going to say, I think that's when individuality uh, comes in, in that, mm-hmm. that place. Uh, and even when you're a child, you have a sense of, you know what, that's wrong. Yeah. You know, this ain't right. Because the child, before they can talk, they cry. They got feelings. Like, change my pamper. But they can't tell you change my pamper, bro. Yeah. I'm they going to cry. They got feelings. So they know, or they smile. They laugh. Like, babies automatically come out with these emotions. Um, and they can't articulate. Yeah. They cry all the time. Mm-hmm. All their emotions is in tear form. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So That's it's how like, they articulate. It's through crying. It's through That's crying. That's all they can do. So now, when I, you know, when I get older and I say, Ma, you, you got these different guys in the house and you know one of them touched on me is shut your ass up this is how i gotta pay the bills you know what i'm saying and this is strife and it's and that a kid angry and they talk about um a disobedient child on their days that respect your mom and your dad but they never tell you that the bible the next verse say parents don't bring your child to wrath you know what i'm saying and they don't talk about that like why my mother don't respect me as a young lady well why my father not respect me as a young man that i'm growing into I respect you as an influence, brother. Brother, you did wrong or not, I still love you. But do you love me? Because I want to do better. Sometimes our influences are jealous of us and our community. Sometimes our lovers and our partners are jealous of us. You know what I'm saying? Jealousy right now in the black community is at an all-time high. Envy is at an all-time high, which, which is like strife why we keep arguing and all that economically it's it's strong because we don't have a self we don't have a a strength of self like individuality why why i'm hating on sister right here she beautiful she beautiful as she are why would you hate on him and and he's he's a handsome young man as he are i'm saying his spirit you know what i'm saying right but i but but this woman that like you know that cuddle cake right there come here man i want some of that so (laughs) so it sounds like that there's just an overall issue that everybody usually seems to express when it comes to the black community right now that um and i don't know whether or not it is coming from broken homes uh, I honestly do feel that a main contributor, because if I remember correctly, over 70 to 80 percent um, of households or as far as kids are raised. Yeah, these kids are raised by single parents. And I do honestly feel that that's a huge issue. But look, you're breaking the stats and stuff. Right, that's I'm proud thing. of you. Well, oh, my God. Well, <laughs> but um, I mean, if this is true, then, yeah, what is to be expected when you know, the next generation grows up and they're trying to, you know, date. They're trying to learn how to even interact because it's not even just about dating, just relationships, period. Whether or not it's just a friendship, somebody who's an acquaintance, whether or not this is going to be, you know, something that's romantic. If you can't really function or communicate, then that, or you never learn how to do that, or you do like, going back to what you said earlier, having influences to teach you. Um, what do you do about that? I mean, because it's always to me about being solution oriented. So mm-hmm. the question becomes, how do you stop the cycle yeah. from happening? I mean, that's just done through knowledge, in my opinion. Um, it's done through knowledge and positive influence. Like when you have nothing but negativity around you, that's your world. And let's say, you know, you go out to college and see like your friends and their family interact a lot differently. 
I'm like, oh, wait, what the hell? There's actually real love like this? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, um, I was dating a girl years and years ago. And all she knew was, like, pretty much her basement, essentially. She went to school, went back. She lived in the neighborhood. And she had, like, negative influences in her life, like negative parenting and things of that nature. And when she saw me and my family, it was just a different aspect. Like, she was mind-blown. Mm-hmm. Like, she's seen that thing before, but I guess the guy wasn't all that great. But she saw me, and she was like, y'all are weird. Because all I know is negativity. That's the first thing people say yeah. is you weird when uh, they see real love. But that's, that's the, the first thing. I'm going through that's that the right world. now. Oh, that's that's like, the world. It is. Actually, again, yeah, another one of my homegirls, like, she's a phenomenal woman. And, like, she's dating this guy. And the guy's, like, weirded out by, like, how she's treating him. Because it's like, I guess all the women he dated up until that point were just trying to use him for money or whatnot. And then you actually, when you actually find somebody who's pointing to you as much as you're pointing to them, it becomes weird. It's like, okay, what is wrong with you? Or this is weird. I've never had no one do this to me. It becomes, like Aladdin says, a whole new world. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, like I said, to go back to what I was saying, knowledge is definitely the key to at least trying to break this cycle, in my opinion. Just getting different perspectives. So how do we gain the knowledge? Where do we search for that knowledge? Where do we go to obtain this knowledge? Um, I think like as black people, so black people have this issue of staying within ourselves. I don't know if it just comes from us being segregated in the past or like the mentality that we were raised with. Because again, like you said, um, we were told not to talk, tell our secrets outside the crib, right? Um, I think just by looking at like how other cultures treat their women, their men, and their families, and taking the good aspects of that, we can start to at least to put that within our own culture. Because at the end of the day, look, we're majority of us are African American, right? Mm-hmm. We still have that postscript of American. Why do we have to adopt someone else's culture um, instead of like? Well, it's not adopting someone else's culture; it's just aspects of the culture. Because think about it. Since we're in America, we're all meant to talk anyway. So there's different aspects of each other's culture that we share. I'm just saying, like, let's look at how, like, you know, the Asians treat their families. Because, again, we just need that knowledge. We can, Now, we're going to modify it because that's what we do. That's what our people do. We make it great. But let's just start looking. Let's not be afraid to look at, like, oh, okay, let's see how Asians treat their families. Or at least see how straight-up Africans treat their fam- families. Which, in my opinion, we should be communicating more with them and not at them with spite but that's a whole different conversation um let's see how his space you know treat their families like because i hear it all the time like black people are oh, we're the only ones who have this problem with our families we're the ones who can't communicate can't talk stuff like that again i don't know how really true that is God, i think it's a people thing but, yeah yeah I, I went to a castle because of therapy and the cast leave I, I feel like i was in the castle up mm-hmm. yeah yeah she was a korean woman and she was just saying like okay you know it was almost as if i was complaining to her based yeah. off what she went through it was like she never said it but her demeanor was like you blessed you know, yeah. you know, you bless. You know, I'm from a third world country, and I don't. I, my my parents is miles away from me right now, and sick. That's you know what I'm saying. Like that, so, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's the lessons we could learn. It's like, yeah. you know, you from a third. You hear it all the time. People, like immigrants from third world countries coming here, and doing it great, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they still love their family. They still have like that positivity. They have that drive. So why can't we be like, okay, if you're from a third world country and I'm born here, let me go ahead and. You know, use you as an example to get that drive and contribute that back to my community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, let's like, all I'm saying is overall, just to summarize everything I'm saying, mm-hmm. is that let's look at these examples within these other cultures, within these other communities. Let's make, adopt it and make it our own. Mm-hmm. 
Let's get it. We pretty much like when it comes to food, spaghetti, fucking cornbread, off greens, chicken. Damn, I make myself hungry. I'm sorry, y'all. When it comes <laughs> to like all that food, yes, some of them come from Europe. Yes, some of them mm-hmm. come from Asia, India, India or whatnot. But don't we just take that and make it our own? Don't we make it our own? Exactly. Let's put some let's put some Lori seasoning on there. Like just who put jalapenos in the greens? Exactly. Like you know, like okay, y'all can make greens, but we can make it better. Like you know what I'm saying? We put our own little seasoning in it. Let's just do that when it comes to the culture. But you know what else I think we need to do when it comes to the culture? Men and women, you know, I think about men a lot, and what y'all don't do right. I'm sorry. But mm, but I feel yeah. like what we that's need to honest, do though, it is I think about a lot of men yeah. on the right because like I just told you a story like it comes at me really a lot. I really think that one thing we need to do we we have to take responsibility when it comes to to because okay th- there are things that we're taught when we're growing up but you know what I hate to hear I'm gonna tell y'all what I hate to hear. He's a. We hear this a lot in the black community. Oh, he's a guy. He's low by nature. They're gonna cheat. Right. No, 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 no. I agree. If you are my my son, let me be a single mom. My son, you you gonna do what you want when you get older. But baby, look at me. You gonna be a king. Mm-hmm. You not bringing no thoughts in my house. You not finna catch no STDs up in hell. I'm going mm-hmm. to take you. That's the type of parent that I am going to be. You not finna mm-hmm. be low by nature because you're a black man and that's what they expect out of you. So first, one of the solutions is uh, not conforming to these stereotypes that exactly. the world is putting on us. You are, you, you're a king. Mm-hmm. Stop being low because people are telling you a black man. That's what y'all do. No. But you know what? Stop having kids by all of these women. Stop disrespecting yourself and you're convincing yourself that this is just life. You better than this. Stop mm-hmm. doing that. And us as black women, we need to stop giving them passes, which is why mm-hmm. I'm single. People always, you a pretty girl, I date you and five other women, but I treat you, you wouldn't even know I'm dating the other women. Oh, okay. Another and- female will look at that and be like, cool, as long as you taking care of me. How did we get there? Me, myself, I'm not there, but I, I live around it. Mm-hmm. We need to accept, we need to take responsibility. We've been living all wrong. And and we we need to stop giving people pet. We need to stop giving Zach. You you ain't finna be out here like that. You my friend, and you my friend now. Yeah. Damn, true, true, true. Him too. Yeah, I, 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 I remember that's me. Okay. Um, that we need to take responsibility. What is that word? Uh, it start with a P. When you date multiple people, like when it means. Oh, yeah, polygamous. Okay, so I yeah. have. I remember that. I can't, she gonna say it for me, polygamous. So <laughs> how can how can you be say committed? Poly. Say poly. Yeah, poly. Yeah, how could you be committed? Um, to these multiple women or men, and say that um she serves me emotionally, or she serves me mentally, or she serves me financially, um, and I'm serving her, you know. And that, how can you be committed to being committed to all these people, and you haven't even mastered being committed to one? And let's be real, and that's to, BS. To play See? devil's that's advocate BS. on that, that's play, BS. play devil's advocate on that. You covering you know, up I your love, love. I love all these people though. Cause do y'all believe y'all can love more than one person? Yes, but I don't believe that you can. Uh, I don't believe you need that, all them bodies. I don't believe that you need all those. <laughs> you don't need all them bodies. And spirits and you know entertaining that. I believe marriage is a unison, and you need mean one. And but when you marry not... somebody, you, you, y'all form into mm-hmm. one. That's that's the foundation that I have in well, my perspective. Once again, that's a cultural thing. I mean, depending on where you live is how you actually view or what values you have, that you have. Mm-hmm. So I'm like over here where we value 
one man, one woman, which I'm sorry, the U.S. is not one man, one woman anymore. It's, it's whatever dynamic the mm-hmm. people actually choose. <laughs> you got two men, two women, two two women, two men, two mm-hmm. whatever, three, a whole whatever and everything. But that's all a cultural thing. But that's, that's what we, you know, value over here. And that's why I said we need to take responsibility because we've been living all along. Look mm-hmm. at us now and look at people doing all of this, me, you, and my six other wives. Look mm-hmm. how messed up we are. That's not healthy. It's obviously hurting. That's why I. That's why I just said what I said. It makes no sense. People still but, doing well, it, but it's not helping. We all messed up. What, what do you mean? Because I'm like, I know somebody I, in another country, as a matter of fact, who has numerous wives, we, and they seem to be perfectly fine, actually. Mm, they, they have. Themselves. They have several kids. That's what I'm saying. It's a cultural thing. So I'm like, they're fine to the eye, or ha- ha- like, are they from from outside of looking in? So they cool. So let's be fair. Always behind the scenes, there are things that, of course, we're not privy to. That we do not know because people don't really speak about it. So, in truth, yeah, you might be right. It might be something going on that not known about. But from what it appears, nobody's really causing any uh, problems. Nobody seems like they started any drama. Everybody seems to be fine. He has kids. It seems to be a community of people. Everything seems to be hunky dory. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah. But like I said, once again, that's something that we value over here. You know, we were raised over here to believe that, oh, okay, you know, one man, one woman, yada, yada, and all that and everything, and this is the way it's supposed to be. But I'm like, you know, just thinking outside the box, what about the other people who actually do have those successful relationships that don't uh, apply to that dynamic? I f- <clears throat> this And see, I don't want to say the wrong thing because of the way my mind is set up. I feel like they're groomed to believe it makes sense when it don't. Yes. To okay. me, but to me, so to me, feel, to my, so my you opinion. feel that because the way you were because they can't the white, have other husbands, can they? So I'm just saying, you feel. I'm just asking. Uh-huh. So do you feel that the way that you were, was raised was the right way? Then how you feel and the values that you hold, everybody else should hold. Well, I think we all. I would say yes. I, I think, think we all. We all, we all feel like people should hold our values. I'm going to say yes. But I this is real quick. There should be an understanding that everybody holds different values, and especially when you start traveling the world and you start understanding how the rest of the world Absolutely. functions. And I'm saying yeah. That how I think uh-huh. may not be how other. Hell, let me give you an example. I love hamburgers. Let me go over to India. If I remember correctly, and hopefully I'm not sounding stupid when I say this, but if I remember correctly. Uh, they, the, uh, the cow was supposed to be considered sacred. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know what the consequence would be if I was walking down the street and hamburger over there, but I'm just saying, once Try again, different values. What if it's a turkey burger? What if it's a veggie burger? You don't know what I mean. Okay. So, I mean, that was, that's oh, yeah, the yeah, thing yeah, I'm saying. It's just yeah. like, you got to understand other people's beliefs, values, systems, why they work, if they work, how they mm-hmm. work. But universally, is there a right and a wrong? I know this is a different conversation, but I just want to talk about it anyway. Oh, we're talking about issues in black community. Look, you know what? We're talking about the culture now. <laughs> but like, is there, a, is there like a universal um, right and wrong? Um, yeah. Right? A Christian might say, um, uh, you, reap, you reap what you sow. And uh, uh, Buddhism might say the law of attraction. You know, mm-hmm. but overall... It's love. That's the principle. Okay. Uh, love that name. Treat me how you want to be treated. You want, you know what I'm saying. So I think that's the universal. It is love, and it it overrules and it overpowers everything. Um, and Martin Luther King didn't love 
his community, um, he wouldn't continue to do what he was doing. You know, uh, if Jeff Ford didn't love the community, if he didn't love himself, if he didn't see a problem, um, if he didn't see himself and value himself as a solutionist individually, um, and can raise and be a mentor for other young men and women, then he wouldn't continue to do what he was doing. You know, and that's for every leader. Like they gotta love what they do and be passionate. Like there's a difference between your job, your occupation, and you know your gift. You know, okay. so I think I think right here we all got a gift of speaking on our um, community's behalf, and we have a gift of respecting each other's values because we all presented something different. Now, how can we take this same mindset and conversation and present it to Inglewood, Arbor Gresham, uh, and all the 77 communities of Chicago? You know, we just do it. I mean. We have the conversation. We do it. One of my issues with uh, modern day, is, I guess, activism, at least to me, there's a lot of talking and not enough doing. Granted, yeah, we'll yes. protest mm-hmm. up and down the streets. Yes, we'll just mm-hmm. make our hashtags on social media. Mm-hmm. But it seems like that's where it ends. And who knows? One or two of us may get into an office somewhere. But that seems like, to me, that's where it ends. We don't actually go out to our community and start to like build it up. Because think about it. We have, and I work in the nonprofit sector. We have like plenty of nonprofits that help us with digital literacy, mm-hmm. help us get a job, that will help us learn different kind of programs. I use the internet to like better ourselves. All of that good stuff. I know. I taught that for about a year. I helped at least at least two hundred and eighty people. Mm-hmm. Between two seventy, two eighty, that's quite a few people. Like I'm not bragging, but I helped. Uh, yeah, you double. Okay, <laughs> oh, <hey>. but um, <laughs> I, I mean, I'll be real. It should have been more than that. Cause I put up flyers up and down the neighborhood. Wasn't nobody really using the resources. And this is all free. Mm. Between 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., you use that computer like to help yourself find a job. Some people did it. I know a dude, just using that as an example, you know, like, you know those little surveys that you get gift cards from? Mm-hmm. He would come in every day and do those and get money. Yeah. He used to get those Amazon gift cards and buy Lord knows what else. But he was making a living off of it. Um... And the thing is, a lot of us in our communities are not using these resources for one reason or another. And a lot of these resources are just around the corner. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not helping ourselves. Like, why aren't we buying up this land? Like, we got whole lots in some parts of the south side of Chicago. Yeah. In our own neighborhood. So why aren't we buying up this land and doing, like, little, like, youth centers or adult health centers or just family centers? Mm-hmm. This is a whole topic in itself. Or, um, I was going to call it social media. Or real estate. <laughs> I don't know why I was going to call social media, but real estate. You know what I mean? Like, why can't we build, build houses in these areas? Like, we can... These our areas can be rich. Look at what the Asians do. Look at what, like, Chinatown does. Like, a lot of them, and I've been there, they do not know... A lot of them do not know English. Mm-hmm. But they run these stores. Like, I was trying to talk to this one dude in this one store. He didn't, he didn't know nothing I was saying, but he made that sale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make sure you got that money. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So they go oriented. Yeah, they go oriented. They work together in order to accomplish the in order to live. Well, since we're on this subject, that's another thing that I can definitely say. I was just talking to a foreigner today, but most foreigners, when I speak to them, um, God, this is just so off topic, but yeah, I mean, they, it still they don't contributes to all yeah, subject. Yeah. But they see issues themselves as far as what's happening in the black community because a lot of them, as you said, they come over here goal oriented. There was a woman I know from Bosnia. I don't know if you're familiar with the Bosnian War, but she was in the middle of that. She fled. She mm-hmm. came over here, didn't have anything. She made you know a success of herself. Um, 
some African guys that I actually had been same thing, you know, they had gone through some situations over there, they came over here, they made something themselves. Like a lot of the foreigners I speak to, they come over here with a specific goal. And um, certain groups, as you said, I've seen them, you know, work together. And once again, you know, as she was mentioned earlier, you know, that, that might actually be some type of infighting or something that we don't know about. Like once, as I said, you know, behind the scenes, you don't know everything that's actually going on. But you don't see it out there like that. They're not putting it out there like that. And that's one of the issues that I will say that I have with the black community is that we put our business out in front of everybody mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The wrong business. We don't know how to differentiate um, when things need to be televised and, and, and like, you know, publicized. Um, and we want to front and stunt on the things that really don't matter. You know, like the materialistic or the relationship, the bad relationship, the toxic relationship, instead of saying, yo, I got a support system. I'm a people that really love me. My heart is broken. Just this young man or woman, you know, broke my heart. But I have a, instead of like, uh, putting a telescope on that, so yo, I got friends that love me, that took me to the nail shop, that knew that my heart was broken. They pampered me, they, they lift me back up. They knew that I was kind of crazy about this person and I, I, I allowed a lot of my self-esteem to go into this relationship and now be snatched out because I, I value this person more than I value the relationship and the growth, you know? So, I don't know. So, well, go ahead, Dustin. Uh, I was, um, we, we got a question, right? Yeah. I wanted to ask, um, personally, like what I was saying earlier, um, when I said uh, a lot of people like to say... Oh, he's a guy. He's low by nature. So that's just what he do. Don't get mad. Y'all have y'all heard that? Have y'all heard uh, a Man, black woman give you a pass, or your grandmother or somebody give you a pass because you're you're a guy? You, never I mean, you've I never guess. heard. It? No, I mean, I've I mean, heard it, but I never. I mean, I've, like when yeah. people when people say, you know. Oh man, sheet. This is what they do. You know, black man sheet. It's just it's what they do. Don't get upset. Even if y'all never experienced it. You I know I'm not the only person in the world who've heard this. Like I've never heard I mean I've, I've, I've never heard, heard, heard boys be boys, but that was never told to me by actual adults. Right. Not to maybe not to you. You probably ain't lived yeah. that. I'm sure some of your friends had to. But, but what I've, about you? You heard like have No, heard I've heard it. I haven't been like yeah, same thing. You just like, 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 somebody okay. actually tell me that. So I, mean, I know it's out I'm there, like, don't get me wrong. I know yeah. it's out there, but I've never been around that. Okay. But also so I you, try to look at both sides of the coin anyway, so it's just like, yeah, that's 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 it. what were you saying? <laughs> I feel like that's probably the worst thing ever, and you—that's probably one of the worst things you could ever say to a boy, because he's gonna be like, "I'm a dude," so I, it's kind of like when you tell a black kid they stupid. You know, they—they they go to school and don't try, because yes. you already told them they're not smart and they in special ed and whatnot. So they sit there with the work in front of them and they had their arms folded. I've seen it plenty. Of, I've never been in special ed, but I've been in. It's been some people in my class who I've questioned, and you know. <laughs> That's a nice way of yeah, putting that. Yeah, you know, it's just been some people in my regular, not special ed, my regular class who I've questioned in the next year when I went to another grade, they was in that special ed class downstairs. But it's kind of <laughs> like when you, you know, when you tell a little black boy uh, in school, you know, you, you got a learning disability and, and maybe he just got a little bit of ADD. You know, you could be a genius with that, but you tell a little, little black boy, um, you got a learning disability, or you, you you're mentally retarded, or something. He'll sit there and be like, "Well, she, she teacher said I'm retarded," and they don't even try. Well, you know both, what I mean? Once and again, my question. My, I was just saying both sides of the coin for both the little girls and the boys. I've heard plenty of stuff being said to both. Right. Me too. Yeah. 
And my question is, well, I think I know the answer to this since it's never been directed towards y'all, but y'all <clears throat> have never felt what I feel when I hear that. That's the worst thing you could say to a little black boy. Not necessarily the stupid part, but you you messing up, basically. You messing up and you doing something you ain't got no business doing. But you a boy, so it's expected. Like, I mean, don't you think that affects y- y'all? I'm going to say y'all. Spe- we want species. But, you know, I look at the male species and the female species. You don't feel like in a in the black community that affects y'all negatively? I mean, I think it do. Because, again, I can't really talk. On you as Right, as, as a new person. Like, but you have I was never it. raised upon that. I, mm-hmm. I heard it. I always thought it was foolish to me because so you have felt you're giving. Like- it wasn't a strong feeling, but it was more like one of those things where I heard. I'm like, okay, that's kind of stupid mm-hmm. because of the fact that like if you're pretty much giving these guys like a pass to do whatever they want, that's gonna hurt like a lot of women out there or men or whatever they're into, mm-hmm. their buddies, friends, or whatever. And next thing you know, they're just out here just causing all kinds of chaos. Because I was saying that's another reason why I feel like love in the black community is so hard. I feel like that's another reason, basically. Um, well, I was going to add on to that. Yes, I've heard that before, and it is stupid. I've also um, heard little girls and grown women consistently getting passes for bad behavior as well. Mm-hmm. As I said, it is something that's an issue with both sides. And we it don't need to have to that pass, for real. None of us need to have that pass, because it's mm-hmm. really... I'll be right. really fucking us up. So bad behavior is bad behavior, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. And it should not be a pass for the men. It should not be a pass for the women. And I mean, literally, even for the women, as a matter of fact, to me, I feel like it's a consistent pass to kind of, you know, oh, because I've I'm literally heard, I've no, I've literally heard other women say, don't even worry about that dude whatsoever. There's plenty of them out here, you know, just do whatever you need to do. And if it don't work out, you can just move on. Like, seriously? And literally, I've been in situations, plenty of situations, unfortunately, in which the women will literally do that. Like, if something goes wrong with whatsoever, they already got like a whole stack of dudes waiting for them. So they just like, all right, bye, I'm just move on to the next, on to the next. Check them DMs. <laughs> so I'm just like, negative behavior is just negative behavior, period. And like I said, I've seen things said, I've heard things said, both to the guys, you are correct, but I've. I've seen and heard things said to the women as well. All right, as we go ahead and start to close out. Actually, already? Yeah, like, this has been a good conversation. And to be real with you, I didn't go through all my points, which is what I love. And that's why a lot of these podcasts are going to be multiple parts. Like, I want this to be a series, like, because our people need to have these conversations and get these different perspectives. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm definitely, I definitely want to just do, just talk about us in the media. I don't want to talk about us as individuals, like just the genders, black men, black women, families. I just want to get to the nitty gritty of that because it's an important conversation for us to have. And I feel like we're starting to lose our way because we're not really having these conversations for real. And even then, we're not putting it to action. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, a lot of people seem like they don't want to have these conversations, yeah. though. Like, they don't the want communication. Well, yeah. they grew it started up, from the home. And yeah, they grew up, we were, don't communicate. We were taught. In the house, that's what they was don't talk about the house. Like and that, that was one of and the it's hard to unlearn things. It basically, is. especially when you get older, it's hard to. And unlearn. it sounds that's what that is. And someone made a good point about unlearning things. It sounds pretty fucked up to say I don't have to unlearn this to my parents, but you, but you do. Like you live in a different day and age from when they were growing up. Even then, maybe some of the stuff they, they learned from their grandparents. Yeah, and their parents had to unlearn as well. So again, they're doing their best. Shouts to all the parents out there who's making it work, but. You know, you have to. That's a process of learning. It's unlearning. Mm-hmm. So, put that on a t-shirt, y'all. <laughs>
But I mean, what's the last words y'all want to say before we close out? One of the solutions um, in the black community uh, for loving each other um, is to start with yourself. Uh, look yourself in the mirror and build yourself up. Uh, say these positive affirmations. Speak love and light and you know positivity um, to yourself. Um, and when you do that, it's going to make it easier for you to reject what's not love. Because you know, like, man, I don't treat myself like that, yo, dog. You know, it's going to be yeah. easier for you to have boundaries. Um, but it's also going to be easier for you to... Um, love people authentically and without boundaries when it comes to loving and sharing and giving you know so that's the solution on my end yeah I agree with that because I do that every day I look at myself in the mirror and tell myself how fine I am and I also talk about how important <laughs> I am too you know yeah. not just looks but uh yeah you you know you gotta you gotta be your biggest fan so yeah, I completely true. you know and and the older I get the more I realize um uh, you know, if, if something comes my way, I'd be like, no, too much of a queen for that. Mm-hmm. You know, treat myself. <laughs> that's not how I, uh-uh. That's not, that's just not how I get down. So I completely agree with that. I do so, that every day. So let me day. ask you a quick question real quick. Absolutely. Do you ever just walk down the street, see a man, be like, damn, Yes. All the time. Yes, I look for him. See? I be looking at the cars and stuff. See, I did that one time and my boys was like, bro, why you say that? I'm like, well, I'm great. Yeah. Looking at you, just like y'all guys need to do that more. Adding on as far as my last point, one of the things that I do feel that would help overall, yeah, uh, it doesn't matter if it's dating or just um, interaction within the community. Period. Understanding self outside of uh, actually understanding things outside of self. Period. Um, One, Uh, because I do feel that when a lot of people kind of get stuck within their own bubbles yeah you really don't see anything outside of what you personally feel your own personal values our echo chambers yeah and I feel that echo chambers that that is one of the biggest problems that we have nowadays and why things are so polarized across the board I mean we have a gender war it seems like going on political war just all type of all kinds of just stuff happening which makes no sense and communication which still has that's this is still on the same lines just communication being able to actually sit down and talk with the other people and trying to understand different perspectives ha ha that's the end of my podcast guys (laughs) (laughs) anyway but um but i guess my last word on this is that again we have to have like a good sense of self and letting us Let's never stop learning. That's always my thing. It's like, let's look towards different perspectives. And hopefully y'all, understand, everyone out there, you and the audience, understood what I was saying when I say, like, let's use other cultures as an example. Like, let's just learn from each other. Because at the end of the day, even as a group, it's like, we're all in this together. We all live in the same nation. Mm-hmm. Let's, like, look at these examples and make it our own. Yeah. Like, like I said, we did that so far with everything else we're doing. Let's just keep looking at it. And let's come together be together you know what i mean so but all right i guess that's it i'll go ahead and close out i just want to thank my lovely guests for coming thank y'all for listening no problem no problem at all and hey stay frosty out there oh social media i gotta do the social media um so if you love what you heard today definitely check us out on facebook instagram and twitter as perspective discussions um if you like geek stuff I'm talking like TVs, movies, anime, video games, all that other good stuff. Check out the Night Shift Bandits podcast. Again, anywhere you get your podcast, and that's available on YouTube, 
Facebook and Instagram. Definitely hit us up, follow us, check us out. Again, just want to thank everybody for coming and have a good night. Good night. All right. See you later.